Hi, welcome back to Chats with Chaz. Thanks for tuning in. Come for the stories, stay for the puns. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. It's been so long. Today, we're going to talk about how to free yourself from negative emotions in three simple steps. But before we dive into that, I need to give you a life update because I haven't posted a a podcast episode in months, and there's a reason for that. I recently got married. I got married in November of 2021, and I got married to my wife, Karen. She's been mentioned in a couple of podcasts before. Yes, I ended up dating her, and I ended up marrying her. I knew that I would. I told you that this was the girl. And I'm super happy that I married her. So we went to Hawaii on our honeymoon. It was really fun. Uh, If you go and follow me on social media, uh, on Instagram, you can see a couple of our our photos there. It was was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Uh, We moved into a basement apartment in Pleasant Grove since, you know, the housing market sucks right now in Utah. We went house hunting for a bit and we were very hopeful about finding a house. That didn't happen. And so we ended up moving into my parents' old ward. Yeah, where I grew up. Right up the street from my parents. We're staying in a basement apartment. And that's where we're we're headquartered now, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I also got promoted at my job as a marketer at Via. So if you have a Shopify store, come talk to me after the podcast. I can help you. We do SMS marketing for Shopify stores. And that was a that was a really great experience for me asking for a promotion. It was a terrifying moment and I've never really requested a promotion before. So it took a lot of courage and it was a lot of fun. I'll have to tell you that story some other time. Um, But since we've last talked in this little chat with Chaz uh, in the last couple of months, I've really dove into the world of self-help. You you've heard me mention before that I have struggled with pornography in the past. And so something that I really wanted to kick for good and forever um, was this habit with pornography. And I had found on Instagram this life coach. Her name is Sarah Brewer, and she helps return missionaries overcome pornography for good without shame. And I listened to her podcast, and I went to her free workshop, and you know what? Her content is life-changing. And the best part is what she teaches isn't specifically to help overcome pornography. It's to help you overcome anything, any obstacle that's in between you and your dreams. And so I decided to sign up for her program and I've been learning these principles about overcoming obstacles and just getting what you actually want and becoming the person you actually want to become. And I can't keep it to myself. In the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you what I'm learning from her. And so Uh, If you like what you're learning on my podcast, definitely go check out Sarah Brewer. She has her podcast, How to Overcome Pornography for Good. Um, And she has uh, these workshops that you can take for free. Go check out her website. I I love what she's teaching. She's changing my life. She's helping me actually believe in myself. And I'm super hopeful about what I can achieve in my life. So that's one thing that I'm going to be sharing with you. The things I'm learning from Sarah Brewer, a couple of other things. Since I've been doing 75 hard, I've read a lot of books that have changed my life forever and I have to share them with you. So in the next couple of episodes, it's going to be like a glorified book report, but I promise you there is a lot of value to what I'm going to share with you because these are principles I've learned from books and how I've applied them in my life. 
some of the books that I've read are The Five-Second Rule from Mel Robbins and How to Overcome Paralysis by Analysis, which I'm guilty of. And also her other book, The High Five Habit, which is finding self-positivity and loving yourself. You have a best friend and he's and he or she is looking at you in the mirror. I recently read Relentless by Tim Grover. He was um, kind of a life coach for NBA champions. And he teaches about harnessing your winning instinct. You have that instinct, but we don't listen to it. If you want to really be a winner, you have to follow that instinct unapologetically. So we're going to have an episode specifically about that. And I've also read Atomic Habits recently, and that book is so life-changing. If you haven't read Atomic Habits yet, I would highly recommend it. Atomic Habits by James Clear. He has helped me to shape the morning routine and the evening routine in the way that I actually want. And it's not so much about you know sticking to your New Year's resolution to go to the gym. It's about believing a new identity about yourself. That's how you stick to these New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to have a, a podcast in the future specifically about how to continue to stick to your New Year's resolutions and how what just simply being motivated is not enough. You need something more. So we're going to talk about that in future episodes. Um, so anyway, that's kind of the update on my life. But let's dive right into what I want to talk about today, which is how to free yourself from negative emotion in three steps. And I have to have a full disclaimer. This isn't my own concept. This is the stuff I've been learning from my life coach, Sarah Brewer. So all the credit goes to her. But I think it's so valuable that I wanted to share them with you, with my friends and my family and those who listen to Chats with Chaz, because I think it could benefit you. She, uh, she, yeah, her, her teaching is amazing. So this is for anybody who feels like they are always stressed or they don't want to be stressed or they have a bad habit and they are ashamed of it and they're trying to kick it, but they just can't. It's for those who wake up, look at themselves in the mirror and hate themselves uh, because they see all the flaws and they criticize themselves and they have this loud voice in the back of their head that's pointing out all the things wrong with them. If you have any of those kind of negative thoughts, this episode is for you. So before I go over the three steps, I want to kind of focus on negative emotion. The way that we view negative emotion has to change because what I've learned recently is that because of social media, Instagram, Facebook, the world wants to teach you that you want to feel good as much as possible. Whenever they're on social media, you hear all these stories where you want to, you, you're told that you need to feel good 90% of the time, 98% of the time, 99% of the time, and to minimize the negative emotion as much as possible. Don't feel fear. Don't feel stress. Don't have urges to do that one bad thing, you know, and bad meaning anything that is not in line with your values. And so we feel bad whenever we do feel this, like there's something wrong with my life. Because I am feeling stressed all the time, or I am not always happy like all these people on social media are. What social media has actually taught us is that it is an unrealistic expectation of what normal looks like. I learned this in another book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, where <laughs> social media has taught us that, the, that exceptional is the new normal. 
Everything that's posted on Instagram is the best, the most extreme, the greatest fails, the biggest achievements, the most amazing milestones. And we see that every day. And we start to tell ourselves, if my life doesn't look like this, there's something wrong with me. When in reality, ordinary life is the average. Ordinary life is the ordinary. You don't have to be exceptional. The fact of the matter is, an ordinary day is going to be 50% good and 50% bad. Sarah Brewer teaches the 50-50 rule. It's this concept that you don't have to have a 90% great day and a 10% bad emotion. When in reality, God has put you on this earth to feel the full range of human emotions. We're supposed to be feeling you know, happy, joy, contentness, satisfaction. But guess what? On the other side, we're also supposed to be feeling stress, fear, uncertainty, you know? It's okay that sometimes you have these urges to do something that isn't in line with your, your, with your value system. That's actually normal. You are normal. There's nothing wrong with you. So the first thing I want you to consider is that when you think about negative emotion, I want you to consider the idea that you don't have to run away from it. Yes, allow yourself to feel this uncertainty. Yeah, it's kind of uncomfy, right? But what we tend to do, and this is how our, our brain is, is designed, is we need to get away from this negative emotion as quickly as possible. And so you see a lot of people tend to run away from it. They drink away their problems. They play too many video games. They eat their feelings. Have you ever heard that? They eat their feelings, right? They don't want to feel these negative emotions, so they run away from them. We call that buffering. You buffer away from the negative emotion. In order to feel like you can conquer your life, you need to consider the idea of being uncomfortable feeling a negative emotion. And that is going to be the key to these three steps that I'm about to teach you right now. So think of a pendulum. This is an analogy of how to deal with a negative emotion. Let's say that you are stressed about something at work. You have a pendulum that can swing in two different directions. On one side of the pendulum, you're thinking, don't be stressed, don't be stressed, you know, push it away, stay calm, talk to your coworkers, pretend like everything's fine, right? And you hold on to that and you use all the willpower in your body to not be stressed until you run out of energy. You can't maintain that forever. And what happens to the pendulum? It swings to the other way. You're like, all right, fine. If I'm going to be stressed, I am stressed. And you snap at your coworker or you just burn yourself out and you're so stressed. You get to the end of the day and you are exhausted. And that is typically how things go. Let's say that you're trying not to feel fear. And so you avoid it and you procrastinate and you're afraid of that one thing. And so you dive into video games or you eat way too much. That was not part of the plan. You were supposed to be on a diet because it's the new year. But because of the fear that you were feeling that day, you just could not resist. Sarah Brewer teaches this concept that there's a third option on this pendulum. You you. you you don't have to willpower and muscle your way away from a negative emotion or just give right in. Consider the idea that you can let the pendulum swing to a standstill. It's the idea of sitting, I like to think of it as sitting in a kiddie pool of just bad, right? 
just insert the emotion. For me, it's anxiety. I feel like, what if this is going to happen? What if this is going to happen? I feel like I'm about to become emotionally hurt, right? Rather than run away or buffer away from the negative emotion, I like to picture myself just sitting in a kiddie pool of anxiety. Yeah, it sucks, but I'm just going to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Now, that sounds terrifying because we're like, no, I don't want to feel negative emotion. I want to feel freaking happy. Okay, I understand. So here's the time where I'm going to bring up the three steps to free yourself from the negative emotion. You ready? It's going to be a little different than what you've probably thought before. The three steps are this. Stop, drop, and feel. Step number one, stop. Stop what you're doing. We tend to want to continue to work and say, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just keep you know, working, or it's not worth me stopping and addressing this fear. I'm afraid that if I address the fear, it'll just amplify the problem. Whenever you're feeling a negative emotion, I need you to recognize it, call it by name. Hey, I'm feeling anxious right now. This is the first step. You just have to recognize that you're going through something right now. Stop lying to yourself. Stop holding something away. Stop holding that pendulum, right? willpowering, muscling it, saying, I'm not stressed, I'm not stressed. Admit that you are feeling a negative emotion. For me, whenever I feel an urge to like look at porn, because I still have urges all the time, it's never going to stop. My body is built to want to receive pleasure. <laughs> it's, it's totally normal to want to look at it because I'm going through a negative emotion. I feel negative emotion all the time. And guess what? So do you. I get stressed, I feel angry, I, I get bored, I'm annoyed or I'm irritated or sometimes I get scared or afraid. And when I do that, I want to run away from those negative emotions and I turn toward porn. For some people, it's video games. For some people, it's overeating, right? It's a, it's a diet coke addiction, whatever it may be. <laughs> they want to avoid those negative feelings. So what I've learned for myself is whenever I'm feeling an urge to do something that doesn't align with my value system, I recognize it. Oh, I'm having an urge, which means I'm dealing with the negative emotion. You know what? I am very unsure if I can make this graphic design for work. I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm, gonna fr- I'm afraid that what I produce is going to be unsatisfactory for my boss, and he's going to think differently about me. I'm afraid he's going to think Chaz is not adequate for this job. We should fire him. That's where my brain goes. It's kind of sad, huh? But that's where my brain goes. And so the first step is to stop and recognize, I am afraid right now. And that's okay. I'm afraid. The second step is called drop. Drop into your body. My life coach teaches me that whenever you're feeling a negative emotion, we tend to be in our head and we're describing it and we're thinking about it and we're demonizing it and we're making it scarier than it really is. What she teaches is that when you drop into your body, I want you to describe the emotion you're going through physiologically, not in your mind, but in your body. We are getting you out of your head and into the present, which leads to the third step is to feel. Get out of your head, drop into your body and feel your emotion with your body physiologically. In order to do this, I want you to imagine you're talking to an alien. Like a Martian has come to earth for the first time and they say, what, what are you feeling? What's this negative emotion? And so I want you to describe, we'll say to me, it feels like anxiety is like this spinning in my chest. It's this, it's this like heavy, hot 
feeling in my chest. Okay, let's say that. So the, maybe the alien says, what? There's something in your chest. Is it going to kill you or is it going to explode out of your chest and you'll die? Well, no, it's, it's, just, it's just a feeling. It's like this spinning, all right? Or maybe I, maybe I feel shame, right? I'm ashamed of something. I'm ashamed I'm thinking a certain way. I'm ashamed that I'm acting a certain way. So I feel, um, I feel it in my throat like it's constricting. I feel this heaviness in my gut um, or maybe like this electricity going through my arms. So the alien says, oh, so you're, you're, you're choking, you're dying. Well, no, I'm not choking. I'm just slightly uncomfy. Can you understand how this isn't going to kill you? Our body wants to run away from a negative emotion because it's a fight or flight instinct. Run away, hide, eat your feelings, play more video games, stay up way too late watching YouTube videos. Run away, don't feel this emotion. But in reality... This negative emotion is not physically hurting you. You are okay. Consider the idea of just sitting with a negative emotion. Because guess what? I have a secret for you. Research shows that an emotion typically only lasts for about 90 seconds. Think about it. You can't feel an emotion constantly all day long. You you can't hold on to it. So you may feel an initial urge or initial feeling of stress in the moment. Sit with that for a minute and you'll feel it come and go. An emotion persists if you suppress it, if you hold on to it. Imagine a beach ball floating on the water, right? Have you ever done this as a kid? You have a beach ball and then you try and push it under the water. Can you feel the pressure building the farther down you shove it down? inevitably that beach ball is going to pop right back up. So rather than pushing an emotion down, don't feel, don't feel, don't feel, just allow it to exist. Let it pop back up and just float on the surface. And you know what a beach ball does when it floats on the surface? It it eventually floats away. So I want you to imagine that the next time that you're feeling a negative emotion. I want to tell you a personal story from my own life. So like I said, I I get urges uh, frequently to return to my old habit of, of pornography, right? And I used to be scared of them. I used to be so terrified. Oh no, I'm feeling an urge again. What am I going to do? And now because of this, I've actually befriended these negative emotions. And to the point that I've actually given it a name. I, I'm not scared of it. I call him Kevin. An urge comes along. I'm having a negative emotion, right? Something's happening on a very normal day for a normal person. And I feel this urge to return to my habit. And I say, ah, yes. Hello, Kevin. You're here again. Yeah, I okay, yes, slow down. I know you want me to return to that old habit. You want me to act out in a certain way. But I'm not going to listen to you. Feel free to sit next to me. You know, you want a water? Go ahead. Stay hydrated. Uh, you can stay with me, but just understand I'm never going to listen to you. Kevin, my urges, <laughs> compels me to want to act out. To me, whenever I feel an urge, um, it usually feels like a spinning in my chest. Uh like a compulsion, right? And I feel this electricity in my arms. Be very careful when you're describing a feeling that you don't give it um, kind of like a, a biased emotion. Like don't say things like, oh, it's a, it's a scary feeling. It's, a, it's an overwhelming feeling. Scary, overwhelming, compulsive, um, irresistible. These words, these are in your head. These are thoughts. These are descriptions you're giving the feeling. Leave all those out. I want you to just have a very neutral description of your emotions. 
and you will find that they are not that scary. They're not that overpowering. It's just a vibration in your body. One of the things I tell my good friend Kevin is, thank you, please take a water, sit down next to me, but I'm a little sad because you know what? You don't have long to live because the emotion dies in about 90 seconds. The urge to do something that is not in value with your, with your beliefs, it won't stay there forever. And this feeling of just existing, coexisting with a negative emotion is so freeing. I don't have to willpower away from it. I don't have to run away and buffer from it. I can just be. And that is the true key to overcoming and freeing yourself from negative emotion. I'm sorry to break the news to you that, to you guys. I'm sorry to break this to you. <laughs> but you cannot remove negative emotion from your life. In fact, you don't actually want to remove negative emotion from your life. You are meant to feel 50% good and 50% bad. That is okay. If you ever watch Inside Out, the Pixar movie, by the end of it, they learn that joy and sadness need to coexist in very strange and interesting ways. It's okay if you move away from your hometown to a new middle school and you don't know anybody. All those happy memories you made can sometimes become nostalgically sad, right? We don't have to push away these negative feelings. We can actually embrace them. So what does this look like? What, what are the results of coexisting with your feelings and stopping, dropping, and feeling negative emotions? You like to say things like, I can live with this. Yes, the, this vibration in my chest, this anxiety, this fear, it, it's vibrating in my chest, but it won't kill me. I can live with this. You can sit with this. Now you don't have to always be fighting with raw willpower to overcome stress or fear or anger. You don't have to. It's not exactly giving in. It's surrendering and letting the pendulum swing to a standstill. I actually learned this about the, the religious belief Taoism. Uh, they have this concept called Wu Wei, which is the idea of inaction or non-action. You don't have to act. And in fact, you believe that you will not act in a way that is contrary to the way the universe wants you to go. So I really like that idea, Wu Wei. And the result of, of living a life like this is that you get to feel all the human emotions that God has intended. You don't have to run. You don't have to hide. You don't take it out on your friends or your family or your spouse. In fact, you can feel safe in any situation. Because now you know. Next time you feel an emotion, you're like, ah, yes, I'm having an emotion. Hello, Randall, Kevin, I don't know, just a name. I've been watching a lot of This Is Us. <laughs> and say, I can handle this. I recognize it. I stop. I drop into my body and I say, what am I feeling right now? And just let it, just sit in that kiddie pool of sadness or anger and just say, mm -hmm, yeah, I'm feeling an emotion. I'm not going to do anything about it, but I'm just going to be here. So that, that is the concept that I wanted to share with you guys today. It has changed my life for the better. I, I have this uh, thought processing journal that I, I use every day where I recognize thoughts and I think about them. And I write real quick, just one sentences. This is the thought. This is the feeling that I'm having. And I go through this process of stop, drop, and feel. And it has revolutionized the way that I live my life now. I'm no longer afraid of my own emotions. I feel a lot more confident that no matter what happens in my work life, in my circumstances, I have control over how I react to my emotions. 
and I feel, I feel happy. I feel safe. I know I can't stop a negative emotions from happening, but I have become confident and comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, coexisting with these negative emotions. So I hope this helped. This has helped you today. Um, we're going to have some more concepts like this coming in future episodes. If you want to hear these concepts for yourself, though, I would highly recommend that you sign up for Sarah Brewer's uh, coaching. I know she does specifically for overcoming pornography, but I promise you her concepts can help you in any way of your life that you need to. Go follow her podcast, Overcoming Pornography for Good. Um, and learn these concepts for yourself because I promise you this life coaching is game changing. It is so, so cool. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm so happy to be back.